The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. Well, we're Owen to What the hell can you do? Well, we're going to find out what we can do right here on this show. I got some ideas. 351. Nation, on this show, we will have the post game for the Miami Dolphins. We're going to dissect that one. Brother. <laughs> Sorry, got to do it. We also do a pregame for the Steelers. Not an easy contest, but we've done real well with these guys, even in our worst days. So we're going to hit on that. And of course, expectations and realizations. Expectations on the team. Perhaps we should look more at realizations of the team. We're going to hit on that. And, well, before I get into any of this, I'm going to get into this. The referees are a joke. And the biggest joke is Goodell's not doing anything about it. He doesn't give a shit. Okay? He doesn't care about the effect on the game because he knows you're going to watch. He knows I'm going to watch. So he doesn't give a rat's ass about the quality of the game because if he did, he would make a difference in what we're watching as far as refs are right now. It destroys a football game. There's nothing good about bad calls because, listen, as fans, we're used to seeing referees that are at least halfway decent. They're not the best. But realize this, they are the best. Because now that we're here, we're missing the very best on the field. And as, as jacked up as they used to be um, for us, it is a jacked up thing that they're still out there. You know, owners, get it together. Make a deal happen. There's got to be a deal out there. Make it happen, man. This is childish bullshit. And the fans who are paying all the goddamn money don't deserve it. Get it together, Goodell, because it's you guys that are locked them guys out. Get it together, man. Okay, post game for the Miami Dolphins. It wasn't pretty. Matter of fact, there was nothing pretty about it. Let's hit on it and get over it right away. I must say this about the game. The Raiders started out better than they did the last game. We actually were at the lead during the half, which is uh, a pretty good thing. Our defense stayed stayed in there and, and did okay. Our offense was semi-productive, and we limped our way to a lead at the half and then blew out at the, uh, at the half because after that it was all downhill for the Raiders. Now, I've heard all kinds of excuses about the weather, but people who were there, and there's been a few who have gotten a hold of me, 
It was overcast and very mild for this time of year. I just can't see, you know, this team, you know, the defense got tired, not because it was hot, because they were out there all game. They were out there for the whole game. They were there for the whole second half for sure. The Raiders can't get a first and second down that's worth a crap. Let's just get right there because not only did we start on our eight-yard line, our one-yard line, our six-yard line. I mean, can you expect to do 80 yards every time you get the football? I mean, this is what the Raiders are up against. Their special teams were better but not much. Um, field position was not very good at all. Running game was absent completely again. And the passing game was good between the 20s. And that's basically it. And our defense was worn out. And Reggie Bush, <laughs> he looked, well, he looked like Dr. Darren McFadden last year before he got hurt. He looked great. And uh, that is a runner who is on the, he's on a downslope of his career. And we made him look like he was 25 years old again. But, you know, I'm not going to go into all these individual, you know, issues because we lost. We lost big. It was embarrassing and it was hard to see. So um, hopefully we can do better the next game. I want to put this one in the books. It is a lesson. It is a learning lesson. This team needs to learn how to win instead of lose. Uh, in the second half, we got to get it, play a complete game. That's what I'm saying. Play a complete game no matter what. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, expectations. Now, realizations. <laughs> Let's look at the Oakland Raiders for what they are, who they are, and who they're trying to be because, man, it's been painful. Let's check it out. Okay, we have a new GM. We have a new coach, new coaching staff, new players, and new schemes for this 2012 Oakland Raiders. You know, as much positive as I got out of the OTAs and the training camp and all that, um, the team continued to have faith in itself, which it should have. It wasn't a scam. However... As a Raider fan, I had expectations, man. My expectations were we were to continue on the same road we've had in the last two seasons, which 8-8 eight and eight were decent. Not the best, and I don't know why I would even settle for it, but it's decent. It's a decent season. And before the 8-8 eight and eight deuce, those two years, it was horrific here in Raider Nation. It was freaking crazy bad. I had interventions every year, every season. It was something else. Art Shell, Lane Kiffin. I mean, I could just go down the list from 2003 after the Super Bowl run. It just started sliding downhill, and we were in the shitter all the way up till two years ago. 
So expectations. So go to some expectations, man. Come on. I expect to see a product on the field that is a decent, entertaining possibility of winning. That's not too much to ask from a team who's been 500 for two seasons in a row. We got rid of some guys, but we didn't get rid of, you know, <laughs> the majority of the team. So here we are. Our expectations are so high because we were so low before, and we don't even want to look back at the four-win season, the two-win season. Do you? I don't. I don't want to even remember it. I'm just looking forward to a better season. So our expectations are pretty high coming into a game with all that change. And yes, I am sick to death of the word change. <laughs> I want to change the change. Because what happens here is we have been through so many different coaching regimes it has been change after change after change with the exception of Milk Dud or Mr. Bubbles or Hugh Jackson. Uh, we're really looking forward to playing this week, obviously after last week. So our guys are excited. Uh, we've had a, a very good week of practice. Guys are focused. Um, by no means are we going to forget what happened last week. Obviously, that's not the performance that we wanted to put out there, but that's behind us and on we move. What do you think happened last week? Were you a little shocked by that? Well, honestly, I mean, I can't put my finger on it. The guys had worked very hard in practice. That was some consistency. That team was making progress. And there we have the next change, and what do we got? I'm looking for a guy that could lead these men. That was passionate about the game. Passionate about teaching. Passionate about the Oakland Raiders. I want to welcome you, next head coach of the Oakland Raiders, Dennis Allen. This is a new day in Oakland Raider football. Let's go on the hop, don't walk around, let's go! Good, good, make that, make that guard think he's got a kick to you, move his inside foot and we'll win every time. Okay, let's execute, know what to do, know how to do it, execute it under pressure. Hustle out, put the pressure on him, offense, hustle out. The Oakland Raiders, are a team with a rich tradition. A team that's won three world championships. That's a great tradition and a great building block for us to build on and what we're trying to get accomplished here. Coach Allen, I like his style. You know, he demands a lot out of us. He's all business all the time. And it's, it's about doing your job individually, doing things for your teammates, uh, being disciplined. You can tell that, that he's come in, he's grabbed this team by the horns and. Uh, we're going to go as he goes. He's going to lead us. One good practice on top of the next, on top Allen's leadership complements McKenzie's vision, and together they are working to bring the silver and black into a new era. This is the part that when you look back on it and say, I was there, you know, when this thing, we laid the foundation for it. I like the direction that we're going in. I feel like uh, I'm a part of something special. It's really a new chapter, a new regime out here. You know, I'm excited about the team that we have and the journey that we're about to embark on. The journey the Raiders hope will take them back to a place of preeminence in the NFL. This is our time, man. Let's go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. It seems to me we got a team without an identity. 
Because we had an identity the last two seasons, folks. I'm telling you right now. And we seem not to have one. And, you know, it's not just me. I mean, look at the field and look at the players on the bench. I'm watching the Raider bench, and they all have the 1,000-mile stare. I mean, <laughs> they look like they're looking off. I don't know what they're thinking about, but I don't see a whole lot of jumping around. The first game was was a good game for all that stuff. But this last game, man, you, the 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 team's deflated. And I am afraid, desperately afraid that the Raiders are going to lose the locker room, the coach is going to lose the locker room and they will have nothing but a grudge to the end of a season season. And I don't want that. I don't want that. I want the players to buy in. I want and I think that's what happened this week. So let's just think about that. I think this week the head coach has given the offense to Greg Knapp and Al Saunders, and he's taking care of the defense. That's the facts, man. Well, now that's changed because they all watch film on this Miami game as a team instead of individual groups. DBs, offensive line, defensive line, everybody in the same room going, okay, this is it. And also in that room is the head coach going, look at fellas. Th this is, I'm now taking responsibility for all this. What is working and what's not working? We need to get to the bottom of it. We need to solve it today. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to change the way we do things. So this is what I think is happening now in Alameda. I'm not positive, but I would say that they have to get a handle on this locker room or they're going to lose it, man. And we don't want that at all. We've seen it already, and it's ugly. I want this coach to get a handle on this team and a handle on the spirit of this team and start to make some decisions that change the way they do business. I am happy that they're out there looking for defensive backs. They're looking for players to improve our team, pull them onto our practice squad, change some people around. Maybe we'll find somebody in there that can actually work for us because we're injury riddled right now. That's what happens to a team that's unstable. Injuries increase markedly. It's in the history books, folks. You guys know it. Every team's gone through it. When they're going through this kind of turmoil, there are injuries, man. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to use no injury bug on the, the success or failure of our, our team right now. And, you know, Dennis Allen, Randy, put this on about the 100 yard per game with, with uh, DMC because you got to do it. When, uh, when you're struggling against the run like you have the first two games, and it's so important to get it started, but then you're playing a team like Pittsburgh, which is so historically tough against the run as it is. How difficult was it to sort of stick with it, you know, and to try and be persistent and to get it going? We got to be able to stay with it, and we still got to be able to run the ball. Uh, but we're going to do whatever the game dictates that we have to do. If it dictates running the ball 50 times, that's what we'll do. If it dictates throwing the ball, that's what we'll do. I mean, each game plan is going to be different. We'll play each game out as they go. Uh, but I got all the confidence in the world in our running game. I've seen it work. Uh, it's been successful in this league. Uh, and we got the right personnel to get it done. How's Darren's confidence level after two I games? think Darren's confidence level is fine. Um, I don't think he's concerned with it. I mean, obviously, hey, listen, we all want Darren to run for 100 yards in every game, but it's reality says it's not going to happen. Um, so, uh, you know, he'll, 
at the end of the year, that's when we need to judge and see where we're at and how well we ran the football. If you change the blocking scheme to a power blocking scheme, McFadden would instantly create crazy yardage, at least at least 60 a game. I'm going to tell you in a bad game, 60 yards. Now, if we can see that, that's crap. Don't you think the team can see it? Come on, Dennis. We're going to give you a chance, man. Change things. Change the culture. Do the thing you have to do. But make it happen. Let's see some progress this season. Let's see some progress on this zone blocking scheme. Make a combination. Do something to open up this game for our team. We have the players, and you have to not only give them the opportunity to do their best because they want to win, man. These guys want to win. I know they do. We all know they do. Give them a chance to do their best by giving them, giving them an opportunity to succeed. In a playbook, however you got to change things, man, make it so so these players feel like they have a chance to win or you're going to lose the locker room, and then it's all going to be a circus from there, folks. And that is all I have to say about that. One of my favorite guys that says it like it is, Bill Romanowski, uh, breaks it down, man. It's a pretty good uh, conversation on 95.7 The Game. Check it out. From Comcast Sportsnet, four-time Super Bowl winner, Bill Romanowski. How are you, Romo? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good, awesome. good. Awesome. Great to talk with you. Now, last week the Dolphins were more like whales and the Raiders were the dinoflagellates getting swallowed up. Lots going wrong. Roma, what is going right right now with the Raiders? What are some things that are going well for them? You know what? I have to say, uh, when I look at it, what's going right is the quarterback. Carson Palmer I believe has got control of the offense and really understands what he has to do. And he actually, for what he has for weapons, for what is going on in the running game, for who he has for receivers, is actually playing pretty well. I do believe that. I think they took a step last week with their tight end, Brandon Myers, Caught some footballs. He caught six balls for 80-something yards. That was a big step in the right direction. In the West Coast offense, the tight end has got to be a target. If he is not, that's going to really make things tough. So I think those two things are going right. There's nothing right now going right on defense. Roma, we- that is really scary. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we talked to Anthony Munoz today. Uh, I'm sure you're very familiar with him, and he was talking about the zone-blocking yeah. scheme and how much he loved playing in it. How surprised are you at McFadden's inability to bust loose so far? Um, you know, Greg Knapp, was the, Greg Knapp was with the team when McFadden got in the league. McFadden didn't do well his first year. Okay, last year when they went to a power running scheme, he exploded. And all of a sudden, 
he went from being, you know, what people were saying, wow, talented, still hasn't, uh, you know, met his expectations, is not living up to them. But all of a sudden, last year, the best running back in football in the beginning of the year. And then the injury happened. So uh, now averaging, what, two yards a carry? Yeah. The proof's in the pudding, guys. It's not working. They've got a offensive line that was a, one of the dominant offensive lines last year, and they were playing real well together and making great strides. And this year, that right now, as it sits, a major step backwards. But, hey, it's not, it's not going to happen overnight, so I have hope that they can get it fixed. So, Romo, you're not advocating that they switch out of the zone blocking scheme just because the linemen seem to be able to run that better? I think they ought to tweak it. I think they ought to go to Darren McFadden and say, Darren, what three running plays do you want this week? Okay? And, you know, when, when I played defense over the years, I used to have my defensive coordinator say, okay, Romo, what, what blitz do you want this week? I'm going to give you a blitz or two. You tell me what you want after, after seeing the film. And I do that late on Tuesday. And sure enough, you know, I get a blitz or two that I wanted implemented for that particular team. Well, guess what? Darren McFadden, I believe, has earned that with what he showed last year and let give him three plays that he wants and let's see if they're successful or not. Is this the week to do that though, Roma? Because Pittsburgh comes in with a pretty stout defense. Um, well, you, you got to do it sometime. Uh, what you have been doing hasn't been working. I also do believe this is a game where because of, them liking to apply pressure. Uh, they like the blitzes coming from everywhere. This is where tight end screens could be interesting if you could execute them, uh, keeping them off balance. Uh, you got to find a way to utilize Marcel Reese. He, you know, just got a new contract. He really had a breakout year last year, and he still. Uh, we haven't seen him yet this year. So we need to create some some uh, mismatches where we can utilize our, uh, our guys that are talented that can beat linebackers and safeties and move the ball because we're not doing it with the passing game and we're not doing it with his own running scheme. Bill Romanowski with us here on 95.7 The Game. And, Romo, you mentioned uh, how bad the defense has been. When you're signing cornerbacks from other teams' practice squads, is that a red flag? Um, well, you know, yes and no. You know, there are always some of those guys that maybe were more of a, hey, they got stuck in a man-to-man system but they were a really good zone cornerback in college. But sometimes the egos of general managers or scouting departments say, 
wow, he was that good and he's really fast. I think he can, I think he can play man to man in our system. Let's take a chance on him. He doesn't work out in training camp, but they still want him. They put him on the practice squad. So there are scenarios like that. Hopefully they can find a couple, uh, you know, needles in a haystack. Romo, you see Daenerys Moore making another stride forward this week. I know that uh, Carson Palmer's jumped in during practice on every available rep trying to get back in sync with Daenerys. Yeah, I, clearly you saw a guy who was not 100%. That's what I saw. And he's got he's going to be a little bit better than he was last week. But guess what? It's not going to be like all of a sudden Daenerys Moore is back. Okay, he clearly was not back yet. He, uh, you know, when you uh, miss out on training camp, whether for an injury, you know, he had a hamstring, and that's going to affect you. He's not 100%. He was probably 85, 90. Now I'd like to get him closer to 95 and, you know, get him maybe five, six balls this week and then take another step and then next week get a little bit better. And probably after the break, after the bye week, is when we're going to see Daenerys Moore start breaking out. Romo, I know you played a long time for a lot of different coaches, and I don't want to overstate this, but we've got people like you saying, hey, this zone scheme isn't working. Lorenzo Neal was on with us this week and said it's just not suited. McFadden's not suited for it. you got a rookie head coach. In your opinion, as he continues to insist on the system that doesn't seem to be working, do you think there's a danger at some point of him losing his team? You know what? There's always a danger because these players want to win. They want to be put in a position that they can succeed. And the players know when a game plan doesn't work. Okay? Because clearly they're out there trying hard I don't see any just dogs out there that are quitting. I see guys that are really trying to make this work. And if it's not, then you gotta fix, you gotta fix it. And that's where Dennis Allen has gotta sit down and have a heart to heart. You know, he's a defensive guy. And I do believe that he gave, uh, Greg Knapp, hey, here, it's yours. And I'm not going to step in, Greg, until it's not working. And guess what? It's time for him to step in now and say, it's not working. This is my team. This is my team. It's not working. We've got to make some tweaks to uh, you know, get our players on board, put them in a position to win. And... Uh, uh, I want to see what they do against these mighty Steelers. Thanks, Romo. We appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome, guys. Take care. Okay, a pregame for the Steelers. Do I really have to? <laughs> I guess I do. We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December because we have to. We won't go into shell. We're going to go in attack mode because uh, that's what's required. <laughs> The Raiders come in at three and eight. We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Here's Gronkowski now going to throw for the end zone, and it's caught! Touchdown! 
Brown, Raiders! Lewis Murphy in the back corner of the end zone with nine seconds to go! The Raiders have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers here at Heinz Field. Unfreaking believable victory in hostile territory. The Oakland Raiders bring down the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, hell does come in December, Tomlin, and it's silver and black. That and more here on show 258. You know, Raider Nation, I am happy that the Steelers are coming to Oakland. I'm happy to play the Steelers, believe it or not. Now, I know they've always had potential to rail us. They've always had potential to just blow us out. But funny thing is, I mean, this is the weird thing is, even in our years with our very worst teams, we've managed to beat them. I don't know what that's about. I don't know if it's karma. I don't know if it's luck. I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you this. I'm looking for some of that this Sunday. <laughs> for sure. Because Richard Mendenhall is on the men. He will probably be on the field, and they don't even need him. He is a bruising back who will hurt you. They've got so many weapons, I don't even know how to count them. But we're going to have to do a lot with them as far as turning them away, taking the ball away, and our defense is going to have to be the very best it could possibly be. Roethlisberger, even if you get to him, is tough to get down. He's almost impossible to sack, although it happens. And I'm looking for Richard Seymour to pop him in the mouth again, at the very least hit him in the face and get thrown out. I mean, you know, what else? That was a great part of that game. <laughs> well, you know, I think the Steelers will come to Oakland and uh, do very well against the Oakland Raiders for every reason. They have a stellar running game, and I mean it's potent. Hard, hard to stop, and they've got some bruisers back there. Bell, they've got crazy runners. And, you know, they have a quarterback that can get the ball anywhere on the field, really. Plus, he runs out of the pocket, and he's very elusive. And once you get a hand on him, he doesn't mean you're going to get him down before he makes the touchdown. Their defense is very long in the tooth, however. They got a lot of injuries. Palomalo's not the player he once was, but he can be at any second, just like any of them. Their defensive line is just as stout. It's pretty tough, and getting a running, running back through there is going to be near impossible. I mean, even with the power blocking game, we would have a hard time. With the zone blocking scheme, who knows? Maybe miracle will happen and we'll make out some yardage. We have to. I'm thinking maybe we use a double back set and um, bring some of our running backs out in the flats a little more so give Carson a chance to get the ball out anyway. Carson's going to be under the gun this entire game, man. I'm worried about him getting hurt this game because they could do it from this defensive line. But I guess they could at any game, but this one especially, I'm afraid. We have to get Derek McFadden out where he can get some plays. we got to get him through the line so we can blow through the secondary. We need to have him do some things. We know he can do. He's the most prolific player we got. We have to use him imaginative. We have to have some kind of imagination when it comes to Marcel Reese. Get him way more involved, and I would start putting him at the tight end position. You know, 
Ashbury, he needs to play this game. Ashbury needs to play huge. And here's my last statement about this game that could possibly win it for us. We need some freaking field position. We need special teams to develop some field position for this team. We can't start on our five. We got to start on our 35. We need to keep them from starting on our 35 and put them back on their five special teams. I mean, can we fix that, please, this game? I mean, I know they're working on it, but they better work harder. (laughs) We need to have field position if we're thinking about winning because that is what it's going to take to win this damn game. I hope we beat the Steelers. I mean, they are a big-time AFC rival. We have a long history with them, and we lo- I'd love to see them go down this season. A first win of the year would be great. At home would even be better. Let's do this. I think we can, but we have to play much better football than we've been playing so far, people, and that is all I have to say about that. Well, Raider Nation, normally this would be the section that the bone line would occupy, but it is time, and yes, I realize it, I feel it, I know it, it's time for an intervention. Please welcome to the Raider Nation podcast, Crisis Phone Line, where you can vent and get out that ugly frustration you have about this team. We need to hear it. You need to vent and get it out. I am here as a sponge to absorb all this pain. Let's just get to it right now. Our first caller would be my good brother, Jim Zeebock from Erie, Pennsylvania. The Erie, Pennsylvania Raiders, is what I'm going to call him. Great man. Great family. What a great thing, except for the game. How can I help you, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Erie Raider here, Jim Zebach in Erie, Pennsylvania, in hostile territory. Um, i got a number of things to cover in two minutes here. Number one, uh, thank you guys for um, the time we spent. I brought the whole family in for the San Diego game, the home opener, and uh, it was great meeting you, uh, meeting you guys both and spending some time with you. It was just great stuff, so we appreciate that and all your stuff you do, especially on this podcast. Um, number two, um, the Raiders absolutely effing stuck. I just can't believe how bad they are losing to Miami now. Uh, the worst team in the league. Um, we desperately need a new offensive coordinator and go back, get out of this uh, zone blocking scheme stuff. Um, Wheeler was incredible, uh, that linebacker we got now. And um, this new kickoff return guy is pretty amazing, too, so some good stuff there. We have sparks of good stuff going, but I tell you what, uh, this team just looks awful. I don't know what's going to do it. Um, I am so damn sick of you know, 10, 11 year, years now of just sucking. When I let Hugh Jackson go, it was a situation where I was telling everybody, I go, oh, man, we got another two more years, three more years maybe before we get back on track. And I allowed myself to get hopeful over the summer. That was just plain stupid, I see. Now we got to deal with this stuff all over again. So anyway, kudos to you guys at the podcast. I love what you guys do. I can't wait to get it every week. And I appreciate what you guys do, just to let you know. All right, thanks, Raider Nation. I don't know what to tell you. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Again, a great Raider fan, um, brought his family. It was great to see <laughs> this young Raider family there at the Coliseum. Uh, unfortunate uh, game. I'm sorry you got to see that, and perhaps it'll get better. 
Um, man, but it was sure good to see you and the family out there. What a great thing that is, man. Don't forget, bring your family to a game. They will never forget it. Thank you for the props, my brother. Uh, we'll see you again soon, I'm sure. Greater Randy, Greater Greg, HD Raider in Orange County. Man, I'll tell you what, just can't wait till morning, man. I was going to wait and call you guys tomorrow, man, let the nation know how I feel. Your boy Carson Palmer got outplayed by a fucking rookie. Tannehill made Carson Palmer look like shit. I don't give a damn what you Carson Palmer fans out there say. That fucker sucks. Passes too high. Passes too low. Passes not where they're supposed to be. Passes behind receivers. What is this goddamn guy thinking who was a Heisman Trophy winner? Who we gave all this money to? Who is supposed to be the savior of the franchise? I'd rather have Pryor out there. I'd rather have a, damn it, I'd rather have Matt Leiter out there. What the hell is our quarterback doing? Our tight end, Osbury, looked good. He had a really, really, really nice play. What do you do, Greg Knapp? Go back to goddamn Meyer, the slowest-ass one on the damn team, who barely can catch a damn ball. Goodson, another good play we had. Don't see him the rest of the day. Greg taking that sack. I hope Reggie McKenzie makes him pack his sack and get the fuck out of Oakland because he sucks. Defense, where were you guys today, man? Unbelievable. I don't want to hear no shit about no damn heat. It's hot all over, man. It's hot here in Southern California, too, where I'm from. Okay? I don't know, you guys, man. I think our season is done. Uh, the way it looks, we got the Steelers next week. Offense not making any progress. Actually, we're regressing. We look better under Hugh Jackson. Uh, you guys are Mr. Milk Dud uh, right, right about now. Tell you what, man. Not too good. Uh, uh, Tarver, coordinator, some of the play calling you do, and man, dude, I don't know what you're, talk, what you're doing, man. Dennis Allen, man, dude, yeah, you're, you're in over your head. Unbelievable, man. Not only do we have replacement refs, man, we got replacement goddamn coaches, man. I'm out, man. Fuck. This young man summed it up right there. All the expectations you could possibly have, thinking maybe we'll do better. We all knew you, Jackson, firing was going to be a bump, a major lump, a stump in the road. And here we are. But he realizes it. There you go. He's counseling himself. I think he's pulling himself out of the fantasy of, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. I know I have. Okay. And our next caller is sharing a universal, peaceful word with the Raider Nation. The word is rebuilding <laughs> Raider Claw. What's up, man? Hello, this is Raider Claude from Houston, Texas, and I think it's official. I mean, I hate to throw this word out there, but um, I think we're, we are rebuilding. Absolutely. It's unbelievable how you, you just see so many errors and mistakes out there on the field. It's, I've never seen a team like this sloppy. The team that I can probably compare it to is the Houston Texans from about 2002 to about 2009. They had the same kind of mistakes, the same kind of issues, 
And eventually it took them some time, but eventually they got it all squared away. And I think this is kind of what this team resembles to me. It's it's just unbelievable how, you know, so many injuries on, you know, defense on, like with our corners, defense, defensive side of the ball. You have injuries to the receiving core. You have no depth. And you have a zone blocking scheme, which I think that's what, uh, Greg Knapp is trying to institute in, in the offense. You have a zone blocking scheme that basically renders our like our number one offense player. You you render him pretty much useless, and it's <laughs> it's just unbelievable, you know. And I mean, I still have hope. I still think that we can right the ship. I think the ship will be it will be on course soon. It's just ah. Uh, uh, it's just tough to watch these games now. And, you know, the schedule is just absolutely brutal. We have Pittsburgh next week, you know, Denver in week four, Atlanta in week six. I mean, it's not getting any easier, you know. And I don't know. I just feel bad for the people who tailgate, people who, you know, buy tickets and people who just, you know, they have to be subjected to this rebuild right now. And it's just, I kind of feel bad for them. But at the same time, you know what? I think it shows the pride of the Raider Nation. It shows how much that, how much we care about this organization, how much we care about this team. And I know I'm like pretty, pretty much any other Raiders fan out there. I'm going to support this team until I'm six feet under. So, anyway, thank you for letting me be on the bone line. Go Raiders, and have a great evening. We thank you for your understanding. Uh, the season ticket holders thank your ass. Anyway, that's for sure. Hey, man, we do support. We represent. It's fun. Hey, man, the Raider Nation keeps rolling on. The team, we'd love to do better, but hey, man, the Raider Nation is awesome. No matter what, we're going to support. They'll get better. Uh, we're hoping. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Well, the next Raider fan is someone who needs some significant counseling. We're here for you, my brother. Juan Jorge, man, we are all listening. Please bear your soul and tell us how you're feeling, man. <laughs> we can relate. What's up, Raider Greg? This is Juan Jorge. I am so fucking pissed. Did I not fucking tell you, Greg, when we got Greg Knapp? Did I not fucking tell you? It's not all his fault, but primarily it is. Look at Darren McFadden's stats from yesterday. 11 rushes for 22 fucking yards? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? He can lay down for two yards every fucking time, and Greg Knapp still can't figure out how the fuck to get him more rushing yards? Are you fucking kidding me? You're taking our number one back. You're taking, he, in my opinion, is the number one back in the league. And he has two yards of rush, Greg. Two, two fucking yards of rush. And not just this game. He had two yards of rush last game. This shit isn't fucking working. It's not fucking working. And you know what? Now I'm going to get really fucking pissed off. Why the fuck is Dennis Allen not being more fucking passionate and taking his fucking right foot up 22 assholes. Offense and defense. Special teams played all right, but you know what? Actually, fuck them too. Shove them up their assholes too. 
this is fucking bullshit. You know what? We ha- Greg Knapp's job was to come in and not fuck up the offense. Because last season, we had a top 10 offense with an injured McFadden. Guess what? He royally fucked us up. Greg Knapp needs to get the fuck out of Oakland because this is bullshit. This is fucking... Put out Saunders there. I don't give a fuck. Bring back Tom Walsh. Fuck. At least he fucking... Oh, I'm just so fucking pissed. Like, 22 yards rushing. Does that number not pinch anyone's nerves other than mine? Like, that is bullshit. Why is he fucking running up the middle every fucking play? Being predictable. Like, what excuse does he have this time? Last time, the excuse was Jamarcus Russell. Okay, well, when, when we hired him again this this season, I, I gave him that. I said, you know what, I'm going to be a little optimistic, and yes, he had Jamarcus last time. What the fuck's his excuse this time? What is it this time? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I mean, the defense had bad tackling, I understand. Reggie Bush torched us. But what the fuck, we can't sustain drives on offense. We can't pound the rock like we're supposed to. We were one for, what, 12 on third downs? That is piss poor fucking pathetic. Greg Knapp has royally screwed this offense up. I don't know where the fuck we go from here, guys. I, 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 I honestly don't. I, I, it, I, I don't get it. I don't know where we go from here. I mean, this, this, we're in week two, and, and it feels like it's week 14, to be sincerely honest with you. I'm looking at our schedule. This was a fucking gimme game. Do I see a win anywhere? I mean, this is the NFL, so I assume that at some point we'll win a game or two. But fuck, I don't see it. I can't call it. This was a gimme game. If there's any gimme game in the NFL, this was fucking it. We have Denver, excuse me, Pittsburgh, and then Denver next. Good fucking Lord. No team to ever go 0-2, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I, I got this stat right. No team has ever made the playoffs after going 0-2. I just don't know where the fuck we go from here. 22 fucking yards. Nav has been such a predictable offensive play caller. Give him some pitches. Do some counters. Do some reverses. Be more imaginative. This is fucking vanilla bullshit is what it is. How do we as fans who have no knowledge of a real NFL playbook, but we can see what plays would work better with our personnel. This zone blocking bullshit isn't fucking working. It didn't work last time we had McFadden and Nab, and it's not fucking working now. And I'm not willing to piss away our season to try to make it work. I'm fucking pissed off, guys, and fuck. Now, don't you feel much better? Don't you feel much better after Juan's rant? I do. I listen to him. I say, yeah, hell yeah. And you know what? (laughs) He's right. And here we go. But what can we do? We don't have to calm ourselves, Raider Nation, because it is what it is. And we just have to wait and see how things go. It ain't pretty. But it's all we got. Juan, I hope you're feeling better, brother. Thanks for the call. I love the rant. I do.
Our next caller is a gentleman of wisdom and bravado. I love him. He's a great Raider fan. <laughs> he is truly because he is the Raider maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider maniac. I wasn't going to call in at all this year. I was just going to sit back and be a fan and watch and see what happened. But after all the shit I've been listening to, to a reading on Facebook, I decided I'd give my fucking opinion too. For me, it's not all, it's not about the fucking coaching staff. It's about the motherfucking players. People want to holler about Greg. Greg Knapp wanting fired right now. Well, I'll tell you what. If the motherfucking players can't go out there and make simple motherfucking fucking plays happen, then what fault is that of his? Carson Palmer, he's an average motherfucking quarterback, and he always has been. I said it from the beginning. I didn't like the fucking trade from Mr. fucking Bubbles, and I still don't like it. He's an average quarterback, and he always will be. His head don't even seem like it's in the fucking game. He can't even throw a simple fucking pass pattern in the fucking flat to a running back or a receiver without hitting the motherfucking ground or overthrowing him or underthrowing him or throwing wide, hanging his fucking receivers out to dry. And another thing. The coaching staff don't go out there and miss fucking tackles left and right. They need to get back to basics and learn how to play funda fundamentally sound fucking football. I'm not giving up on the goddamn season. But if they don't get their fucking shit together in a hurry, it's going to be over. I'll be out there in week 13. By then, if the season ain't turned around, I will love to see Terrell Pryor play. He ain't got nothing to lose. The guy needs to get experience in the first place. I don't want to see him right now, but in week 13, if we ain't got any better, it's time to get him in there and get him some experience for next year. See ya. Now you see there's some wisdom. The players need to play. That's something I haven't said, but it is very true. You know what? The, the scheme is only as good as the men running it, and if they ain't running it right and they can't figure it out, then there's an issue. Yes, Greg Knapp is not my favorite guy, and I disagree with you on that one, my brother, because I think that he needs to get let Al Sanders call all the plays. He can figure him out, but let Saunders call the plays because he is definitely not a any strategic genius, to say the least. Our team is growing, it's changing, and it is what it is, man. And in week 13, if we're not, if we're like, you know, an ugly number, I don't want to say it. Yeah, they should bring Pryor in, let him play. I mean, what do we got to lose? Nothing. And by then, I truly think that Palmer is going to be hurt. If we lose that many games, I don't think he's going to be in there. So we shall see. Always love the call, man. Can't wait to see you. You're one of my favorite folks. And our next caller is from the north. <laughs> they north of us for show. Uh, Rita Grant 
from Oregon. Hey, man, just calm down and tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Grant up here in Oregon representing the nation. And to tell you the truth, it's uh, once again going to be an ugly, ugly season. Sick of hearing about Carson Palmer, Terrell Pryor, yada, yada, yada. What about the rest of our fucking team? What about our coaches? What about the whole organization? I mean, once again, we're going to suck a big, fat donkey. And why are we going to suck a big, fat donkey? I don't know. We've sucked a big, fat donkey, dude, since I've been a Raiders fan. And I guess that's the way it's going to be all my life. And I just got to accept it. It's pretty bad when you come out of the grocery store this morning and underneath my Raiders sticker on the back of my truck, someone wrote, sucks. And you know what? It didn't even offend me because it's the fucking truth. I'm with Raider Greg. Don't go out and make any more fucking trades and go try picking up uh, Plaxico Burris or anybody else. We are going to suck a donk this season, and that's all there is to it. Carson Palmer isn't the problem, guys. Uh, he's probably the only person showing up to play. Uh, from what I understand, his one interception was out of desperate desperation. And, you know, that's what it comes down to is we make desperate plays because we are a desperate team and a desperate franchise. I'm so sick of losing. I'm so sick of this shit. I can't believe it. Our guys, from what I saw on SportsCenter, because I'm not able to get the game up here in uh, Salem, Oregon, they look like they're playing flag football, reaching out to grab Reggie Bush's flag. What the fuck? I know you can't hit anymore in the NFL, but you can still put a shoulder on somebody. You can still, you know, get up in there. Go reaching out with your fingertips ain't going to tackle Reggie Bush, you bunch of pussies. I can't believe this shit, Raider Greg. This is just beyond me. I have such high hopes every year coming into it. I knew last week that, you know, hey, shit didn't go down, but we still could have won the game. This week, pathetic. We look pathetic. I'll constantly bleed silver and black, but other than that, pathetic. We look pathetic. We're going to be fucking the big donut hole this year because we can't even beat the fucking Dolphins, let alone any other team. And for everybody out there, I apologize, all the Raider Nation, for being negative. I'm usually optimistic, but I am so sick of this shit. I'm so tired and fed up with the fucking negativity that fucking comes with this team. I bleed silver and black for once. One of those players on the team needs to bleed silver and black for the nation. One of those coaches needs to bleed silver and black for the nation. One of these days we're going to make the playoffs, but it ain't going to be as the Oakland Raiders. Because most likely, they suck. Whatever. I'm, I'm pissed. I, I'm so frustrated. I can't even talk. There's probably 100 calls. You don't want to put this on the air, Raider Greg. This is bullshit. I'm so mad. You can probably feel the heat down in Oakland from me because I'm so ready to go into spontaneous combustion. I'd like to beat the fuck out of everybody on the Raiders team. And you know what? I know I can do it because I'm a dick. And they're all pussies. And that's what dicks do is beat pussies up. You're a fucking bunch of pussies. Learn to tackle. Okay, first of all, by now I know you're calm because you had to be calm after that rant. Dude, it's a rebuilding situation. Just sit back, watch the team, see how things happen. That's all we can do, man. But we need to get this out. I'm glad you got a chance to fit out here. You're not alone, and that's what I'm saying. We're all here together. We're all feeling it. 
but it's time to move the hell on. And next we have one of my very favorite guys. I love his name. Raider Special Ed. What's happening, Ed? Let it out, brother. Let it all out, my man. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Special Ed from St. Louis. Still exiled out here. Jesus fucking Christ. What the hell is going on with our team? We're pathetic. The best thing I can say is, uh, you know, special teams wasn't as pathetic as last week. This is ridiculous. Goddamn defense was great in the first half, but you know what? There's two halves of football. you got to show up and fucking play. This is a crock of shit. This team sucks. I don't know. You know, part of me wants to say, hey, everybody is going to stay on this team. We're not getting anybody else either suck together or win together. And the other part of me wants to say, fuck you. You're all fired. This is ridiculous. These guys can't stop shit. And they can't score. It's awful. Oh, God, I'm so fucking frustrated with this. Oh, my God. What happened? Man, we used to be, even when we didn't win, we used to be a contender. We were a force to be reckoned with. We played hard. Now, it's like they're all lackadaisical. This is bullshit. But, you know, know, I'm a Raider fan for life. Got them tattooed on my arm, so, but shit. I think that gives me the right to bitch about them. But God damn it. We used to be somebody. Now we're just a joke of the NFL. They did do better on the penalties, though. Well, that looked a little better. The rest? Fuck. This ain't looking good. Anyway, sorry for the rant, but, uh, you know, had to get it off my chest. And I'm, I'm out of here. Hope everybody's well. Talk to you later, buddy. Now, do you see how much better he felt towards the end of his call? <laughs> That's what we got to do. We let it out. Let it out. I'm telling you right now, it's the best thing about this show is you have someone to call and let it out. You know what I mean. If you feel anything like he feels, well, <laughs> then you should feel better too. Who's next? Our next caller is a soothing voice. One of wisdom, one of strength, and one that can see through the bullshit. <laughs> That's the double X radar. Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. What's going on, my brother? This is a double X Raider, man. I'm calling in to, to say my two cents, man. Once again, we go down, and we go down in familiar fashion. I still stand by the theory that the zone blocking scheme does not fit the personnel. It didn't fit the first time. It doesn't fit this time. The Raider Nation has seen this bad movie once before. Why is it that the Raider Nation is the only... Why are we the only people that do not see that this shit ain't working? How much time do you need? What does history tell us? History is repeating itself. You know, and what what even kills me is, you know, I was on Twitter and I was going back with Hanson and I was saying, hey, man, this shit doesn't fit. You know, and he tells me, hey, man, why don't you show me a reason why? Well, how about this one? You can't practice the zone blocking scheme in practice. So the only time they can do it 
is game time. So they're practicing while they're playing meaningful games. That right there should tell you that, you know what, this is definitely not the scheme to be running. These games count. You know, we're down 0-2. And I don't see any wins in the future. And I always try to stay optimistic and positive. But right now, I see 0-4 start. And I don't even see a game that's winnable, to tell you the truth. I mean, we might get one or two here and there. But this shit looks all too familiar, man. It looks like the same shit we've seen before. And then the coach, well, you know, it's execution. Well, you know what? If I execute, if I execute taking a shit, guess what I did? I still took a shit. So all the execution in the world ain't gonna, is not going to change the product on the field because the shit does not work. It does not fit. McFadden is not looking like McFadden of old. He looks like what everybody was saying two, three years ago that he was a bust. You know, the scheme. You know, he was a bad guy. No, the guy's a stud. <clears throat> the last two years have proven that. How can you take? a top 10 offense, top 10, it was number 10, a top 10 offense and turn it into damn near the worst offense on the field, despite numbers, you know, because the passing numbers mean nothing. The 20, the, all the yardage in the world between the 20s don't mean shit when you can't, you can't get a touchdown and you're kicking field goals here and there. So they have totally regressed in the offensive side of the ball. Defense, I don't even know what to say about those guys because they're up and down. You know, I don't know, you know, the weather, the scheme. I think the defense is making strides, but, um, you know, very few teams have a stellar defense. And the offense usually has to make up for the defense to, to force the uh, force the other team's offense into a one-dimensional game like we were yesterday because we couldn't even run the ball. And you couldn't tell me that McFadden was going to get 22 or 32 yards total running the ball. Man, the guy's a beast, and, and, and they basically cut his legs from under him, man. So yeah, I'm 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 a little warm, a little upset. I'm really pissed because we had hopes, man. We had the offense was was on the rise. I said there was no reason for our offense not to be equivalent to what they were last year, even if they don't get any better equivalent. If they got equivalent and the defense played like they did last week, man, we would be we would be a much better area as far as making the playoffs or being close to getting to the playoffs. Now we don't even have a shot, and I don't see us being Pittsburgh. I don't see us being Denver, and I forget who. I think Atlanta's after that. I don't even think I, we can't. We're done. We're done. And I and I hate to say it so early into the season because I always like to stay positive, like I said. But you know, shit ain't gonna change. The the, the defense, the offensive coordinator is not gonna change. So we're fucking stuck with this bullshit until next year or the year after, until somebody gets their head out of their ass and says, you know what, this shit does not work. So Reggie McKenzie, what's next? Who else are you going to pull off the street to play, to pay as an offensive coordinator? Because we've already thrown away this year, thrown away the performance of a lot of good players' career this year over bullshit that didn't need to be changed. You know, we, we, we got pissed at Hugh, but you know what? Hugh got the offense going, and, and, that's, and that's what you got to like. You can corral the other stuff, but uh, and Hugh, I miss. <laughs> All right, Raider, great, Randy, Red Nation. I'm done, Rand, man. It's a double X Raider, and I'm out. That is a way you rant. Very cool. See, he was cool with his rant because he was pissed and he was ripping out, but he was cool with it. So you could roll with that rant because he was saying all the right stuff. We all agree. But it was not like me, how I get all emotional and freak out. He's very cool. 
I love you as a caller, man. You're a good dude. And we'll be seeing you soon, I'm hoping, in Atlanta, man. I hope you're there because we're going to be there. Good call as always. My next caller is a great caller. I love this guy. You know him as, and I know him as, the Surface Raider. Now, listen, man. He has a rant. I've never seen him rant like this. Never heard it. It's pretty funny, <laughs> but he's got to let it out. Like, we all got to let it out. Here it comes. All right, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Um, this is the Circus Raider. I've just finished um, the uh, the end of that fucking debacle in Miami. Uh, it's a Jamarcus Russell-y bad fucking performance. Um, and there's only one person to blame here. Uh, it's that fucking idiot nap. Um, a, a simple fucking point here, right? This zone blocking thing isn't working. Now, let's break this down. Right, the Formula One racing car is better than the Honda Jazz, but the Formula One racing car takes an awful lot of training to make work. But right? we don't have the people to fucking do that at the moment. Darren McFadden is a north-south runner, right? In front of a, a, a zone blocking line that works, he would probably be equally good at doing that. But this is not fucking working. They're, they're playing with all the integrity of Sylvia Saint's tattered fucking hymen at the moment. And it's Greg Knapp's fault. What's he going to do next time? Walk in, throw a bu- bucket of fucking tinsel over the coat, squirt it with a flower, and then walk off. Best he doesn't try to fucking walk home after one of those games. What a fucking cunt. Uh, I've got nothing else to say. Fucking cunt. In fact, you guys need to say, boy, get in that stadium and chant sack the nap. The surface raider, I'm out. Very well done, my man. Very well done. Now, I know you're feeling better, because listening to your call, I sure as hell do. (laughs) I love it, man. Thanks for the call. And next, we have a caller, actually, uh, Shieldhead. One of the super fans has called in after the Gorilla Rilla wedding to lovely Maryland. Check him out, man. He's got something to say. What's going on, Raider Nation podcast? Oakland Raiders super fan Shieldhead here, right? There can only be one making this phone call to y'all just to get a couple of things off my chest. Number one, what a great time we had at Gorilla Rilla's wedding this past weekend on the 15th of September. Congratulations to Gorilla and Jungle Jane, better known as Marilyn and Mark. We want to thank you guys for inviting us to this epic, epic wedding. It was incredible. We had people from all over the world, including Crusader Raider from England and a bunch of other super fans. It was one one event to be remembered. It was one for the record books. You'll never see anything like that again. So I was, I was a proud and honored to be and privileged to be a part of that. And everybody that missed it, man, make sure you see the videos or get the pictures off of Facebook. And, and we were, you were there in spirit. We felt you. Another thing I want to say is, yeah, Denver sucks. Thank God that Manning didn't get that last shot. If he got another shot, they might have won 28-27. But with that loss right there, it makes, us, it makes them 1-1. One one. Though we're 0-2, we still have a chance. Season's early, folks. Season's really early. We've got a long time to go still. We just hope that we get a win with these next two games with Pittsburgh and Denver coming in. If we go on four, we might be out of the, out of the mix. But 
you know, never out of the mix as far as Raider fans are concerned. You know what I'm saying? So no matter if we go 0-16, we're still going to be at the one place to party at, and that's Ricky Sports Bar in San Leandro. Remember that, Ricky Sports Bar in San Leandro. And speaking of Ricky Sports Bar in San Leandro, ESPN Mobile is holding its third annual favorite sports bar competition. So they're asking fans to nominate their favorite sports bar, along with personal stories and reasons why. The deadline is Monday, September 24th. They say, so don't delay. So get to know what, let them know why Ricky's is your favorite place to watch the game. You can visit ESPN and vote now for your favorite sports bar, or you can go to the page at http slash slash search dot ESPN dot go dot com forward slash favorite dash sports dash bar. So just go ahead and vote for Ricky's because he shouldn't be number two in the nation. He should be number one in the nation. You know that's right. So I just want to give a little shout out to you, Raider Nation. Tell you guys I love you guys. I'll see you for the Pittsburgh game. And go Raiders. Oh, yeah. We got to press it on real quick. I forgot. Crusader Raiders in the house. I want to say goodbye to Crusader Raiders. He'll be leaving to go back home. We want to thank him for coming out. It's always a pleasure hanging out with him and seeing the U.K. come to America. And pretty soon, we're going to be in the U.K. playing some football pretty soon, huh? So remember, if anybody goes to, anybody goes to London, we can always crash at his pad. <laughs> big, big, big party out there in the U.K., huh? Bring your tea and crumpets and your beer, and we'll be all good. But until then, this is Shieldhead saying, go to vote for Ricky's, go Raiders, and I'm out. Yeah, get on that uh, ESPN zone thing and uh... – Vote for Ricky's, man. It's a good sports bar. If you haven't been there, you got to come to Oakland and be there. It is a place to be, and it's a place to hang. It's a great sports bar. Check it out. Ricky's San Leandro. Our next intervention couldn't even leave his name. He was so upset. So I know he called from Texas. So we'll just call this the Texas Raider. <laughs> he needs some relief. <laughs> What did you say last podcast, Raider Greg? What did you say? You said if we're not going to beat the Dolphins, the Fishes, we are going to have a long season. And it seems like we are. The good news is the Broncos, as you call them, lost yesterday. And Manning looked terrible. Yeah, it was maybe a late comeback, but, man, it wasn't going to happen. Not at Falcons. And I think we play at Falcons. Anyways, I just wanted to call and let you know um, I'm following um, Paul Gutierrez from uh, CSN Sports or something like that down in the Bay Area, and he uh, tweeted out uh, Carson Palmer is leading the AFC West with 670 passing yards and on pace for 5,300 or 5,360 yards for the AFC West. Uh, am I gonna lean on that? Not necessarily. I. I don't like his decision-making. I don't like how long he took to throw it to McFadden. That one could have been a touchdown. But overall, we're not playing the second half. It's, it's kind of like a reminder of last season, too, man. After the, second, uh, the first half, second, uh, second half come back in, we don't, we don't play. We don't, we don't, we're not hungry. We don't want it. I don't know why. And it's, it's pissing me off. McFadden, I don't even know what to say. I don't know if it's the blocking scheme or whatever, but something's not going right, dude. Uh, it's going to be a long season, man. I'm trying to stay motivated. I, I I don't even know what to think of it. I'm not buying any Raiders shit until they freaking give me at least a win or two or three. I used to buy Raiders stuff by the summer. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to support a team that is not caring enough to, to win. We lost against the Dolphins, people. The Dolphins. And yes, I mean, I, I can tell you this, out of the last eight games, we've, they've beat us seven. 
Okay, so that's a we have a hard time against them. That's fine. Here comes Pittsburgh, and then we got to go to. Uh, is it? Do we have to go to Denver? Or I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the schedule, but I know it's Denver and then Falcons. So you're looking at Roethlisberger, Manning, and Matt Ryan, and you couldn't beat a rookie quarterback. And before that, we couldn't beat Crimea River. I'm gonna try to keep my hopes up, man. But like you said, it's gonna be a long season if we keep playing this way. A long freaking season. I'm out. Now, I that was a good rant. I felt all that. Um, sometimes it's tough not to buy stuff when your stuff's broken up. You know what I'm saying? The T-shirt with the holes, the stain on the jersey, etc. You got to put on some coin, man, because you got to represent the way it is. Uh, so <laughs> I appreciate the call. So do we all. And uh, we can all feel you, my brother. I hope you feel better because, well, I have said before, I do. All right. Well, last but not least, all the therapy we can do for one show. We have J.R. the Raider from Washington, Seattle, Washington, that is. And, well, let us hear it, brother. Let it out. Please spill the beans. (laughs) What you feeling, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Rusty Raider Nation, this is JR the Raider out here in Seattle, Washington. Just giving you a call on my way home from work, listening to Peyton Manning get up, beat butt up out of these dirty birds. But anyways, man, I'm fucking pissed. I mean, I'm trying to be happy, I'm trying to be positive, but man, we fucking played like dog shit. We played like dog shit in that second half. We looked like the 2001 Raider defense. Can't stop the run, just letting guys go in and out, in and out, missing tackles, missing tackles. I swear to God I was having flashbacks. This is not good, Raider Greg. With that being said, all is not lost. I mean, yes, it doesn't look good that we got fish slapped by the fucking Dolphins. But, I mean, come on. You know, I... With the talent that we have on this team, you know, I, we can do it, Raider Greg. We just got to buckle down, just fucking put on that chin strap, lower our heads, and go through that zero hole, man, because that's where we're at in our season. We just got to power through. We got to start running downhill, and we got to get DMC the fucking ball. I mean, we're getting him the ball, but, man, he is not getting the ball where he can make a difference or in times where he can make a difference even. And I'm... Just frustrated, and, you know, I know it's been said, but we need to dump that zone-blocking scheme because Darren McFadden, as you say, he he doesn't fit. He is a north-south runner, not an east-west, then north-south. But Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is the Raider. A little more optimistic than most, but it's not looking very good right now, Raider Greg. Peace out. Well, Raider Nation, I hope that we've all gone through a healing process uh, with this show because that's what it is. At this early time of the season, I just think an intervention is necessary without a doubt. It's important that we get the message out to each other that we're not all high, (laughs) that this is a real issue and there are real problems here with the Raiders. But uh, it's nice to have it out. But now we have to just come together as a Raider Nation family. 
and understand it is what it is, or as Coach Allen likes to say, at the end of the day, which I can't stand incidentally, (laughs) but at the end of the day, it is what it is. We must just have to go through the process and hope for positive things in the future, and that's how it works. And that is all I have to say about that. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.